Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. It's Metal Shop's Backstage Pass, episode number 111. Hell yeah! yeah. My name is Ian, that's Kevin Deers. Hi! And Mr. Ryan the Beard. Heyo! Uh, we had one day of sun this week, gentlemen. Woo! Hooray! We, we talked about that last week, too, and, and did you stay in home and play video games? Uh, I was in my basement, actually, yeah. Oh, okay, so, <laughs> so even more secluded. Cool. I've got artificial sunlight in there, so it's it's fine. It's fine. So, uh, yeah, welcome back to the podcast. We're back again, motherfuckers! Hi! Uh, what have you guys been up to this week? Uh, I went. And, I went and saw Social Distortion for the first time ever. How uh, was that? It was pretty good. Uh, I made a joke. I said it was like attending a Grease cosplay event <laughs> yep. because everybody was wearing the uh, the rolled up tight jeans, uh, the leather jacket, the leather jacket. They all had like Lucky Strike cigarettes, and they had a. Uh, in pompadours. Oh, but and there was a lot of good haircuts in there. A lot of good haircuts. A lot of Betty Page looking women. Lots of ladies uh, wearing uh, leopard print everything. But the music wise, I thought they sounded great. I love Social Distortion. I mean, they get a lot of hate. People say they're kind of cheesy or boring. I mean, yeah, they're not the most exciting band always, but I think that they have good songwriting, good storytelling. They've been um, around since like 1982 or something, right? For sure. I mean, they were uh, one of the first, like, punk bands to really tour there's this uh to to do a diy tour there's this documentary uh what is it called social distortion uh anyways there's a documentary about social distortion and the youth brigade and uh, it shows them touring the u.s in like a in a in a bus school bus and it breaks down all over the oh, u.s yeah, they uh they actually have to stay in the minor threat discord house and uh it, it's a pretty cool documentary uh i'll have to think about what it's called Man, no, it's it's gonna probably piss you the f- off. Yeah, my girlfriend went to the first night of that, and uh, her friend, some guy, had given her friend tickets to it. Oh. And so they ended up going, and they had some kind of some kind of pre-show thing that they went to, and basically they just got to go into the venue a half hour early. They got a merch bag with a T-shirt and oh, a signed that's poster. Cool. Found out the tickets were worth 150 bucks a piece. God damn! And they sold, damn. They sold fi- around 50 of them. So before the oh for the pre-show thing yeah and it wasn't even a meet and greet or anything like that so that band made around seven thousand dollars before the show even started Jesus. just off of the uh, did anybody else play with them or uh, a bunch of country groups I didn't check oh, them out yeah, but uh, kind of like rockabilly country stuff maybe not a bunch but like two or three uh, the the documentary is called Another State of Mind I have it on DVD you can check it out and the, one of the most embarrassing parts about Mike Ness though in this is he's he's pretty stupid in some of the like he's it's so funny like uh he was talking about like his daily routine he's like well i wake up in the morning and i watch rockford files and then i watch and then he like names like 10 shows and then he's like and then i get off my couch and go get drink drunk with the boys and maybe go to a punk rock show or get in a fight and then i do it over again and then there's a part where he's putting eyeliner on in the in the bathroom and the uh, documentarian's like what do you do that for he's like 
well, sometimes it kind of makes girls feel sympathetic for you. Like, you look really sad. How old was he in this? Like, <laughs> he was probably like 18, 17. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. It was just like cringe-y, but, you know. Mm. Well, that's what happens when you're around that long. <laughs> exactly. It's cool, though. Uh, and I and I saw the new Power Rangers movie today, and uh, that we talked last week about how the revocation part was in there. It was it was tastefully done, uh, and I thought it was actually worked into the film pretty well. Can you tell us how it was without ruining ruining anything? Sure. Yeah, there's a character in there. She's kind of like a. Uh, she's like the new girl, and she becomes a Power Ranger, but she's kind of like a. I don't know the the weird one, I guess, the outcast, and she's on top of she. It's outside in the woods, and she's listening to it in her headphones and blasting revocation. Cool, but uh, yeah, the movie's awesome. Uh, I mean, going to it expecting a cheesy yeah, it's Power action kind of kids based movie, and it's fun. It's uh, it hit some really like kind of nostalgic points for me. I loved the Power Rangers back in the day, but it wasn't you know. The cheesy Power Rangers movies, like back in the day. Oh, those were the great, those the great were ones. So cheesy. What would you uh, give it out of ten? I mean, it's not a f-ing great film, but as pure like popcorn entertainment, seven or eight. All right, cool. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I mean, it's not. You know, Ian doesn't like uh, Logan, but I fucking love Logan. I'd say I Logan it. would be like a nine. I, my ex- my expectations were too high. That's all. Fair enough. I had my own issues with Logan. Yeah. I actually read a, an article this week, like 15 unresolved plot lines that Logan didn't address. And I was like, man, now I don't like this movie even more. <laughs> I did go see uh, Kong this week, though. Oh, how's that? How was that? It was, have neither of you guys seen it? I haven't no. seen it, no. It is awesome. Really? Yes, it's really cool. And I, I went to the Admiral Theater in West Seattle for the first time. Sure. What was the name of that old uh, theater in the U District there that was like kind of old and beat up? And, oh, I know oh, what you're talking oh, about. Oh, uh, right on the Ave. I can't remember where you're talking about. Was it the at Guild? All. But it was like that. It was like small. Yeah, and... I went to one of those in Ballard. This yeah, yeah, yeah. My, yeah. My favorite one of those is is the one in Wallingford, the um the Guild Forty Five. That's I want to say. Yeah, that's that's what I had in mind. But that's anyway. Remember yeah. when? Uh, what was that f-ing documentary that came out? Uh, that it was oh uh, American Hardcore. Remember when that yeah, movie came out? Absolutely. Uh, up until like thirty seconds before the movie started, I was in the theater by myself. So I thought really? I was going to like mosh, do stage dives on the chairs. Yeah. And then like 30 people walked in like 10 seconds before. That's hilarious. That's, we did that. My buddy Greg and I went to go see Kong and there was a couple making out in the theater and we walked in and I audibly heard the guy go, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Didn't mean to ruin your fun. Uh, when we went and saw Power Rangers today, it was in the Auburn theater mm-hmm. um, because they have recliners and you can also... Uh, you can also secure your seats, so you buy them in advance, and you know where you're going to sit, They're so like you reserved. don't have to show up yeah. uh, early. And so there was these f***ing mouth breathers next to us that brought in Wendy's, and they were just chomping down on it, like Ugh. super loud. But they were talking, like, full volume the whole f***ing movie, and it was a packed theater. Popcorn toss. So, like, me and Sean just looked over at them, and it was really awkward after this. We go, shut up! <laughs> just, like, loud, and they're just like, shut up, and he goes, shut the f*** up! And it was, like, kids in there, and they were just like, Hmm. Oh, There's going to be a fight. Just didn't talk. The rest of the movie uh, was great. The two of you should have formed into a Megazord. Yeah, seriously. And kicked uh, the out of... Ah, you can't beat up somebody. Fuck you, Rita Repulsa. They're like opening up their cheeseburger wrapper all like super fucking slow. Man, my favorite thing to do when somebody's on their phone in a movie theater, because I hate the bright screen that just drives me up the wall, I usually have a little... As I grab my phone. I usually have a little light... I usually have a little light attached to my keys, and so I'll just put my hand ranks to their head and just turn the light on. So it's just right in their peripheral vision, mm. just like super Jeez. 
fucking bright. Ow. Mm, passive this, aggressive methods. You guy, should put your air horn next to their ear. Oh, remix. <laughs> Why does that guy have a fucking megaphone in here? The air horn. Shut the fuck up. Uh, I don't know where we're going with this, but movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah. Anyways, that's what I did. I saw a couple movies. Went and saw Social D. Looking forward to all the shows that are coming up this week, dude. There are so many. Tuesday we got fucking uh, obituary creator yep. midnight. Wednesday we got nails toxic holocaust gate creeper. Thursday, there's a, a show at the Highline with DS13 from Sweden oh. and Endorphins Lost. And then there's also the Despised Icon and Fallujah show. And, and your birthday. On Thursday. On Thursday. And then... Uh, the Despised Ian show. Got Despised him. Ian. And then on Friday, it's Power Trip at the Real Art. Really? Yes. F***ing A, man. I'm not going to be getting no sleep. I'm going to have to pick and choose, man. I'm getting f***ing old. I'm getting old. I That's aged true. From 30 to 31, I'm pretty sure I aged like 10 f***ing years. What are we doing for your birthday? I don't know. I got to figure it out. I kind of want to do virtual sports laser tag. Oh, let's do Ooh, it. Yeah. yeah. In fact, I'm going to write myself a note right now. Right now. Reminder, oh, note to self, I have a birthday. I'll wake up on my birthday and go, I'm just going to play Madden some more. <laughs> Which I'm still undefeated in. Still undefeated, motherfuckers. Damn. Ian's birthday. <laughs> Ian's birthday. Uh, but the thing is, like, it's cool because... The Make yourself a smoothie. Thursday and Friday, the, the price goes up by, like, 25% on a Friday. So let's go in there and f***ing merc some nine-year-olds. Okay. Down for that. <laughs> let's go to Power Trip, though. Let's definitely make sure yes. to go to Power Trip at uh, Real Art. Gotta do that. We gotta bring Josh, man. Unless he's working his f***ing security job. Yeah, he might be, but... Whatever. F*** that. Whatever. Tell him it'll only cost him 30 bucks. Powie Trip. What did you do, Ryan, this week? Oh, you got your guitar back. I saw I that. I did get my guitar back. Did you see this motherfucker? Is this guitar? one? Is this is yeah, it right yeah. here? Behind yeah, us? Yeah. The one of the big ass case. Well, I mean it looks even more like a gun case, so that's gonna be plenty of fun that's nice. It's it's obviously not great to be showing things off on a podcast, but why don't you describe what the guitar is and why you're so stoked to have it? Uh Swamp Ash, Buckeye Burl Top, Nine String Fan Fret. Pretty excited about it. Uh when did you order it and how long how long did it take for you to get it? Year and a half ago. Damn. And, and it took ago. you a year and a half? It, it took a year and a half for, for the whole process to be finished. Um, the design took about... So this is the first time you've had it? Right. The design took me about uh, a week or so f of research and then another week going back and forth with Luthier to talk about what I wanted in an instrument. And then the the reason why the process takes so long is I selected all the woods myself. So oh, wow. Have so they to have to cut the body and... Yeah, yeah. The woods have to go to the luthier, be treated yes. um, correctly, and then Be cut then down cut. from a, an endangered rainforest? Yeah, pretty much. Cool. It's kind of crazy. I, I see this process, but I see it, obviously, for dulcimers and, and harps. Right. But I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So it, it takes a long time, and I'm, I'm very content with it. I'm very happy with it. Did it cost you more or less than three grand? It cost me a lot of money, and I will be paying it off for the next year. <laughs> Oh. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, he busted it out of the case, and he like let me hold it, and I felt like I was I cared more about that than I would like holding a newborn child. Yeah, well, like, you just close yeah. the case. I'm gonna breathe on it wrong and fucking snap a truss rod off or some. Yeah, it's what uh, about you, Ian? Oh, I painted my basement. Cool. Yeah, fucking uh, exciting as last, last week you talked about how your new favorite store is Home Depot. Now you talk about uh, <laughs> painting your fucking basement. Yeah, you're I'm fucking old, I'm dude. Old. Hey, all of you it's got to get done <laughs> you're playing madden you're painting basements you're going to home depot yep and you got a haggard beard eating lots of jersey mics dude <laughs> so ryan when you wake up in the morning is your beard all like going in 50 different directions i need beard advice man no, it's, it's, it's usually just flat on one side whatever 
side of my head I was laying on, so I just kind of comb it out a little bit because I don't bathe. Yeah, I was going to say, sometimes like, <laughs> if I don't take a shower for like a day or two because I'm lazy, I look straight homeless, like homeless. Well, I, I told you about the guy that ruined my cup of coffee because he thought I was homeless, right? No. Oh, I was looking really haggard after a party um, <laughs> back when I was living in Missoula, and I was wearing PJ pants and just a beat-up old T-shirt. You're hungover as f- I was hungover as f- and I went to go get some coffee, and I ordered a egg sandwich, and I was standing outside drinking my coffee, like, trying to clear my head, and I was looking off to the side, and some guy, I heard, like, a plunk in my drink, <laughs> and I looked down, and I looked up, and some guy had drop change into my coffee oh. cup. <laughs> and I just kind of stared at him. I was like, dude, did you just put f***ing change in my cup of coffee? And the guy's just like, uh, uh. You should have like, robbed do him. Do you think I'm homeless? <laughs> the guy just kind of stared at me. And He's the, like, do you blame me? <laughs> there's like, no. Now give me your wallet. He, he just kind of stared at me weird and he realized his mistake and, you know, got kind of red in the face and apologized a lot. Do you buy you more, like, more Did he buy you another coffee? Yeah, he got me another cup of coffee. I mean, that was tight at least. Here's your 25 cents, you f***ing bum. What a dick. All right, let's get into some news. Uh, One of the more controversial records of the year is coming out in a little bit. Bloodlust, motherfucker! Uh, Ice motherfucking tea, body count. Uh, Let's see, it's coming out March 31st on Friday uh, via Century Media Records. Uh, He says, the song's called Black Hoodie. It's obviously a, a political statement he says this type of thing happens every day and nobody marches or it never makes the news the video speaks for itself so let's play about trayvon martin I, i'm and a, a lot let's just play a little piece of it sure and then we'll keep going all these people out here tripping off of police brutality like this is something new give me a fucking break i've been talking about this for over 20 years and now you can kill a motherfucker just because of how he's dressed are you fucking serious There's a pre-sale for the new Rammstein DVD coming out. It's called Rammstein Paris. The uh, release is May 19th, and uh, it's a film. It's uh, It was filmed in March 2012 in uh, the Made in Germany tour. Uh, Jonas Ackerland, he shot two pr- acclaimed Rammstein concerts in uh, Paris in front of 17,000 spectators. I mean, if you've never seen Rammstein, I don't know if you like the music necessarily, but honestly, I'm not a huge fan of their music, but they are f- awesome to watch live didn't we go to that tour yeah was that mm-hmm. tacoma Dome? yeah tacoma yeah, dome yeah, yeah. and uh, we saw them two years in a row and they're fucking so insane live i mean they got crazy huge riding dildos that they on the entire crowd uh they have the entire band is like uh has so many explosions and just like they are such a crazy live band to and watch they work live. out on stage they do. Uh, yeah, so go see him if you get the chance someday. Uh, Terror's got a new song. They have a new EP coming coming out called The Walls Will Fall, uh, April 28th on Pure Noise Records. How many fucking record labels has Terror had now? Let me see here. Bridge Nine. Um, they were on Victory. Trust Kill. For a second. They were on Trust Kill. They were on 
They did Century Media. Century Media. They're on Victory, and they're on um, Reaper Records. They put some EPs out on Reaper Records, and now they're on Pure Noise. So six. Sweet. Uh, let's play a piece of this. Kill them off. Terror. Too many seconds. Just try to shut it out. Talk the lines and kill the core. Too many cross into your world. Take one more step. Just one more step. I gotta suck you out. Put that in face mouth. I'm the black and you. We all know. And you'll be your perfect world. Uh, Another band, uh, very different style, it's called Belphegor, and uh, it's the new album is called Toten Ritual. Um, These guys like to have sex backstage, and- uh, One minute! I'm just kidding. Who doesn't like to have sex backstage? It's an inside story. We won't talk about it. (laughs) Just know that it's great. But uh, anyways, uh, September 15th, Nuclear Blast, so it's a ways out, but uh, they have a a drum recording uh, video- you can check it out. I don't really think we need to play it necessarily no. right now. But I uh, do know that Belphegor, there are horny men that are coming out with a new record. <laughs> so Obituary Creators on Tuesday, right? Yep. Uh, let's see here. Obituary has uh, got a new record coming out on Relapse. Maybe we can play this at the end of the podcast, but it's the second installation of the documentary on this new record. Sure. I mean, it's eight minutes. So, yeah, let's play it at the yeah, end. Yeah, let's play it at the end. Oh man, this is crazy. We so we mentioned last week that it was uh, a teased uh, kind of uh, there. There was a bit of a leak uh, with the within the Warp Tour camp of the 2017 lineup, and uh, it's official. Seattle is going to have a hell of a show if, with the Vans Warp Tour. It's kind of like Warp Tour meets Mayhem Festival. It seems like because uh, this year it's going to be at first off. It's going to be at the Century Link Event Center parking lot, nice. which which is rad because it's. I mean, we could take a f-ing bus there. Yeah, uh, it's in Seattle. Uh, Seattle, and uh, we're going to see, uh, unfortunately, Hatebreed, unfortunately, Kandira, and unfortunately, Sick of It All will not be playing the Seattle date, but we still get some awesome bands. Uh, some of the bands that are uh, maybe interest uh, to the Metal Shop crowd would be like After the Burial, a- uh, Alestorm, Anti-Flag, uh, we got Beartooth. I guess Anti-Flag and Alestorm aren't playing Seattle either. Oh. Carnifex, CKY, uh, Counterparts, uh, we got Fit for a King, Goldfinger, Guar. Hundredth, Municipal Waste, Hawthorne Heights, Stick to Your Guns, The Acacia Strain, Valiant Thor. Did you say Strung Out was going to be playing? Yep. Because they're not on this list, but I really want. I, thought, I hope I that's happening. I thought Knocked Loose was supposed to be on there too. I think they, I think this list is missing a couple. It is, yeah. Knocked Loose and uh, Strung Out, and um, there's quite a few other ones. So, Wounded Giant has premiered the title track of their new upcoming album called Ve Victus. Yeah, Am I this, saying that right? this band is think? awesome, dude. These guys are the homies. Yeah, the the local dudes. Shout out to Alex and Bobby and Dylan. And uh, yeah, the the riffs are nice and heavy. The band is great, and I'm really looking forward to hearing the whole album. It's a 10 minute jammer on STB Records, April 1st. Let's play a little chunk, a nuggety chunk. These guys are bandmates with a uh, year year of the Cobra. It's very cool to see Northwest bands on a uh, New Jersey label. Here it is.
Incendiary has a new song. I think they're from New York. I know they're uh, Long Island. Yep. Yep. I know they're East Coast. Uh, this song is heavy. They played Rainfest a couple years back. Yeah. We were hanging out with them at our old house with uh, the Zabalba dudes. Super nice guys. Uh, they have a new record May fifth on Closed Casket Activities. Uh, Thousand Mile Stairs. The record. Here's a little bit of the song. The product is you. French Tech Death Masters Gorod have Your favorite band? Your favorite band! Indeed, have premiered a new song called Being a Jerk off of the upcoming EP Kiss the Freak. They found out that they had been chosen to go on tour with a bunch of thrash bands, so they figured, hey, we should probably write some thrash songs. So That's pretty cool. In two months, they wrote and recorded a full new EP and did a better job at writing thrash than a lot of modern thrash bands Funny do. Funny how that works. Funny That's rad. That, that, mean, that shows like their true talent of like writing music. You know, it... It really sounds a lot like their uh, some stuff off their first and second records, which makes me really, really happy. This is Gorod for the Gorod fans. Uh, are you going to convince them to come back to town sometime soon? I really, really want to make that happen. Here's a little bit of Gorod. Being a jerk. Being a joik. You're a joik. <laughs> So uh, here on Bex H Pass, we kind of uh, have really chronicled the the uh, problems that Mike Mike Nine Williams has had. Um, he had to have a liver transplant. He was in bad health, and uh, they had some um, benefit shows down in New Orleans for him, and uh, he was able to have a liver transplant. So he is actually going to be making his triumphant return to the stage next month, following a successful liver transplant in December. You just uh, <clears throat> you got to stop doing all the drugs, dude. He hasn't performed in a year, and he's going to be playing April 14th at this year's Berserker Fest in Pontiac, Michigan, uh, and then he's going to be playing in Philly at the First Unitarian Church, and then Brooklyn Bazaar in Brooklyn. Can you imagine seeing I Hate God in a church? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that uh, First Unitarian Church is one of the like most crucial places in Philly to see hardcore and metal shows, because they, they book so many good things there, but still... I hate God in a church. That's hilarious. I wonder what it's like to book shows there. Uh, do That's you think like the church even checks who's like playing or when Ringworm and uh, Punishment played at the Mars Hill Church. Oh yes. Well, I mean, the paradox was part exactly, of the, yeah. yeah. So whatever. As long as they're cool with it, I think that's cool. Uh, but it's good to see him back. And seriously, kind of joking about the stop doing all the drugs thing, but. Seriously, that's stop like, doing the drugs. That's the only time that it kind of pisses me off. I, I'm not one to judge in any way, but if you got lucky enough to get a new organ, and there's so many f***ing people like on the transplant list that mm -hmm. don't ever even get one, you kind of need to not blow it. You're done. The second time around. 
party days are over. I'm sure he knows that. I'm sure almost dying will change your perspective on a lot of shit. Eris has a new record coming out on April 21st through Sweet. the Mylene Sheath. Yeah. If you don't know Eris, I mean, we've had him on the podcast a couple times now. We actually had an in-depth interview with John uh, Pettibone, vocalist of Himsa, vocalist of Undertow, vocalist of Nine Iron Spitfire. And he probably kicked your drunk ass out of El Corazon because he's head of security there. So let's play a little bit of the Eris right now. All right, let's do it up. So, Metal Church was going to be doing this big tour with Alter Bridge and In Flames, uh, but it appears their drummer Jeff Plate has announced a split with Metal Church. Uh, he said on a Facebook post, Hello everyone, it is with a heavy heart I am announcing my departure from Metal Church. I came to this conclusion two weeks ago and agreed to hold off in the announcement until Metal Church had made some decisions what they were going to do. It's not an easy decision. After many conversations with myself, my wife, my family, my management, and Kurt Vanderhoof, sorry, Vanderhoof, and Mike Howe, I know I'm doing the right thing for my future. He's like one of the OG members, right? Yep. Original. I wonder what that's like, the thought process of being like, after 30-something years, being like, eh, I'm out. Well, he's got, you know, he's taking his family and his, uh, his wife and his life first, so. Well, who wouldn't want a tour with Alter Bridge? Come on, man. I mean, for what? That's They're a huge, a huge tour. band, yeah. That's and In Flames, tour. yeah, it's a huge, huge tour. Might uh, not be your style of music, but Alter Bridge is f***ing huge. And Metal Church is, was, I, I don't know. I, I'm sure they'll find a new drummer. I mean, they did that entire Megadeth tour with Iman Amarth and Suicidal Tendencies, which is crazy. At least he got to really go off, um, you know, at the top of the game. I mean, they put out that killer record. Mike Howe's back in the band. Yeah, they're like um, on the way back up. He kind of got to see the, uh, you know, the reignition of that flame of, of uh, you know, Metal Church. They were a thing for a while, and I'm not going to lie, they kind of dropped off for a little while in the sense that, like, of the radar, you know, they were still putting out records, but now they're back at it and, and killing it, and uh, it's kind of a bummer that he's uh, ending there, but at least, he, like I said, he's ending on a good note. Uh, Windhand is now coming back. Now he gets back. to go home and make love to his wife. That's true. All the love. April 23rd at Numos, Windhand returns with a band called Cough. Yeah. I've never heard Cough. They are Cough so is f***ing rad. awesome, dude. They are heavy as balls. We've played Cough on the dub sack. And, uh, well, that's why I can't remember. Dude, they're they are awesome. Windhand is amazing, and uh, I believe... It's on a Sunday. Yeah, April 23rd is a Sunday. Going up on a Sunday. Uh, three days after 420, so you better... Uh, All the weed will be gone by then, man. Exactly. So, uh, Ryan the Beard, why don't you take this one, man? Uh, it's your favorite band, Rings of Saturn, dog. So, Rings of Saturn was denied entry into Canada. They had to miss Toronto, Ottawa, and Quebec City. It's Quebec. 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 Just dumb American. Uh, did they uh, say com- it- the band commented? Unfortunately, we have had trouble crossing the border into Canada for the first time ever on tour, and will not be able to play the Canadian shows. We apologize for not being able to be out there. However, we will be crossing during the later Canadian dates on the tour. W- wait, what? <laughs> so they just go like a hundred miles? <clears throat> excuse me, a hundred miles down the fucking way, and then they get in. I so, guess so. So was it just 
that one checkpoint that they had problems with? Or? Maybe someone was being a fucking dick. Yeah. Like, there are two uh, crossing border crossings in Washington. One of them is, you know, by Vancouver, and then the other one is in eastern Washington. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's literally a wooden gate with a fucking lift that the dude has to walk out there and lift up. It's the only time in my fucking life going back and forth to Canada with Vanguard that they pulled all of our shit out of the van, made us open up all our guitar cases, everything. Damn. And uh, we were like, oh, man, it'll be a safe bet. It'll be nice and quick. No, he was just fucking bored and wanted to have something to do. So Sure. Sometimes it's not always a legal thing. Sometimes someone's a dick or sometimes somebody on their end's being a dick. But they could have gotten farther away from you, Ryan. Too bad. Either way, they will be playing Seattle this coming Thursday at Studio 7 alongside Carnifex, a despised icon, and Fallujah. So catch them on tour while they're in the, here in the States. Uh, briefly, Goat Horror's recording a new record. They started in October, and it's going to be called Vengeful Ascension, and that's all we know. So there's this uh, new kind of uh, super group of uh, death metal members uh, featuring members of Entombed, Unleashed, Necrophobic, and uh, it's a band called Firespawn. Uh, they have a new song called Death by Impalement, and uh, they have a uh, album coming out called The Reprobate, and uh, it's coming out April 28th. It's Deluxe LP on Century Media. It's actually a follow-up to Shadow Realms. And it's f***ing awesome, so let's play some. Let's check it out. It's Firespawn. I'm a huge fan of Tool. I love this band, but I gotta say, I was not able to get Tool tickets because they f***ing sold out in two minutes. My friend Sean, he, he, had the, he had the cash, he had the money on his credit card, he was ready to go. He refreshed his computer, f***ing sold out. Couldn't get Tool tickets. He's a diehard Tool fan. He's been a f- fan of Tool since I first met him in high school. You know, he's been f***ing listening to that band forever. Can't go see Tool. Do you think it was one of those things like we were talking the scalpers? about? scalpers? When Iron Maiden like made it impossible for I don't know, because a lot of my friends on Facebook said that they, they were able to get tickets. So a lot of people were, but it sold out in about two to three minutes. So I, I think bots snagged them. Pretty yeah, gnarly. probably. I think it was a bot situation. I mean, what the tickets were like 150 bucks each? Yeah. Yep. Then they're going to turn around and flip them for like two or three times the price. So we'll see. I, I, I requested some tickets from the station, but pff, those are going to be hard to come by. I was second on the list, though. Are you serious? Yeah. Damn, dude, you got in there real quick. Well, I came here the night that they found out that this show was happening. Mm, there you go. And, of course, Brian was number one. I'm yeah. number two. Um, but either way, Tool is going is also in talks to make its catalog available on streaming services. For the longest time, uh, Maynard was so anti having their music on, uh, you know, Spotify, on, uh, you know, Apple Music and all that, but uh, they are talk in talks right now. They got to get the right price. Well, you know Tool's going to get that money because a lot of people want to listen to fucking Tool. I've tried to listen to Tool so many times where I've been like, man, uh, like I don't have uh, Lateralis on my on my iPod, right? And I'm like, I want to listen to this fucking Lateralis record because it's my favorite record by that band. Nope. Oh, it's not on Spotify. Nope. Go buy it. Y'all, y'all like Boston? 
I like Boston. Isn't that the band that r- sold like 500,000 million copies of their record? Like they sold seriously so many goddamn copies of their LPs. Have you guys seen the live footage of Boston playing with Earth, Wind, and Fire? No. Looks Sounds like amazing. the f***ing sickest show in the history of anything. Both bands play all the songs by each other. It's like, wow. Are you serious? Yeah, it's like, tw- it's like 30 people on that f***ing stage. I need that in my life. Where the f*** did you see that? It's up on YouTube. F***ing internet. Should've Beyond known. the times. Anyway, their drummer just died. Bummer. A couple days ago. John Thomas Sib Hashian died at the age of 67. Sounds like he had a heart attack. The witness says CPR was performed and a defibrillator was used, but uh, they couldn't revive him. So rest in peace, Sib Hashian from Boston. Damn. A few weeks back, Dave Mustaine, uh, he kind of was uh, was teasing that they were going to be able to play some shows and uh, open for a uh, a band that they've never been able to play with before. And uh, luckily, it's been announced this week. It is Scorpions and Megadeth for the Crazy World North American Tour. Megadeth and Scorpions together on one at the Tacoma Dome, September 30th. Ooh, I need to, in fact, yeah, I need to write that down. I'm trying to go to that motherfucking show. Scorpions and Megadeth, man. That is going to be one hell of a, uh, a throwback concert. It's going to be badass. You said that was September 30th? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a Dude, Saturday! It's, it's three days after my birthday. It's a Saturday. Your 50th? My my dirty thirty. His sixtieth birthday. Still, now I know how f-ing old you are. Ha ha ha! Look what you did, Santa Claus. Welcome to the old man realm. God, how am I more gray than you are? That's not even f-ing fair. Cause I'm better than you, Ryan. <laughs> hey, at least you got hair on your head. True. Wait, Whoa. never mind. Oh, oh come on now. That was mean, dude. Uh, I'm he just. Doesn't, he doesn't I'm projecting, bro. <laughs> so hard. Do you realize how hard I project? Don't project in my direction. I project like a motherfucker, <laughs> Ryan. I'm bald as <laughs> Not now, bro. I'm projecting. Vakin is going to put out a documentary. They've been around for a long fucking time. So they're going to be uh, uh, debuting this at a film festival. Oh, It's going to be called Metal, A Headbanger's Journey. I don't, I don't know where that yeah, is. Yeah, it's Hot Docs, a Canadian international documentary festival. And uh, it's going to be going April 28th to May 1st. I would definitely watch that. See some sick battle vests. See some sick titties. You guys see On the, dudes. You guys see the picture of the guy wearing the Hawaiian shirt with the entombed patch on the back of it? That's it On vacation. <laughs> it's so perfect. Well, as we near the end of this amazing podcast, we're not going to let you go without entering the brutal poetry Too Hot for Radio realm, where we just get as ignorant as we possibly f***ing can. This week, Kevin's found another gem. From their 2012 record, Post-Mortal Coital Fixation, here's Cranium with Compulsive Mutilation Disorder. Kevin, take it away. Nipples pierced with rusty nails, then sliced off with a scalpel. Erected c**k penetrated with needles. Glands cut in half like an apple. Ball sacks split wide open and testicles used as anal beads. anal beads. Climax drawing near as your own arousement exceeds. Climax drawing near, arousement exceeds. Compulsive mutilation disorder, primal need for self inflicted pain. Sexual pleasure is what you'll really gain. Your rectum is skewered with a drill. Autoerotic, self-inflicted mutilation. Bestial urge comes over you. 
amputating your own f***ing shaft. <laughs> as your is mixed with your blood, realizing this deed will be your last, this time you went too far. Now you're bleeding profusely, everywhere. At least your life is ending in great ecstasy. Very good point, actually. Cranium Compulsive Mutilation Disorder. We're going to leave you with the obituary documentary part two, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Later. What's up, everyone? This is Gus Rios from the band Gruesome, and I'm here today to talk to you about the mighty obituary. Alongside death, morbid and obituary are clearly part of the originators of the whole genre, death metal. They basically took over where Celtic Frost left off onto Megatheron. And uh, they took the Tom G. Warrior riffs and grunts, vocal style, and took it to a new level and uh, helped shape death metal into what it is today. Uh, undoubtedly, Obituary are one of the most important death metal bands ever. You know, they made some of the uh, greatest music in death metal history. And my opinion. I'd say Obituary is probably the, one of the most influential death metal bands in history and definitely hold a place in uh, a big four, big five death metal. Uh, first time I ever heard them I was probably about 13 years old and uh, that was definitely the craziest shit I ever heard at that point in my life. I think it was the first death metal band that I that I listened to as a small a young metal kid. Obituary is a very unique band mainly because of John Tardy. John Tardy's vocals, no one matches them. They are just so unique. It, he's got this natural knack that it just seems like someone is literally pulling his guts out. The vocals are just so over the top and the riffs are, are so heavy and you know the breakdowns are so heavy. I love John Tardy's vocals. I remember buying Soul Rot in 1988. Little kid, record store. You know, the only death metal I had heard at that point was Scream Bloody Gore, and then I hear Slowly We Rot, 88, little kid. I'm like, whoa, this is what it sounds like if a fucking swamp zombie sang in a band. I just, fucking heaviest shit ever, super sludgy and evil and dark and doomy, heaviest shit. In my late teens, I went to a record store, and I was browsing through... CDs and vinyl and up on a wall was a new album by a band called Obituary and it was Slowly We Rot on vinyl. The band's logo, which see has not changed in years, stood out shrieking at me and so did the cover artwork. I immediately bought it sight unseen just because of the album cover and I was pleasantly surprised when I first played it to discover that Obituary were the heaviest band I had ever heard in my life. I will never forget hearing the beginning of that. As soon as John's vocals came in. I mean, we just, uh, we couldn't even believe what we were hearing. Like, we, we ourselves. If I remember correctly, I mean, I, I fell on the floor, like, in 
laughter at how heavy it was. It was like, how can it be this f***ing heavy? Like, what the f*** am I hearing? My favorite obituary album is Cause of Death. It's a classic death metal album. Um, you know, it may turn some heads, but I think that uh, World Demise is up there with one of their best albums as well. I mean, they took the, the simplicity and the groove um, to the next level. Favorite obituary album, uh, it's definitely Cause of Death. Um, it's just, it's a perfect death metal record. I remember a friend of mine gave me the Frozen in Time album. So the first song that I heard was Redneck Storm. I was just blown away by the groove and the brutality of the band. And after that I explored all the earlier albums and totally fell in love with them. I heard uh, the Don't Care single from one of my friends on a cassette, a cassette single. And um, I just thought it was immense. I mean, the song was huge. John Tardy's vocals were distinct, to say the very least. Uh, Blood-curdling, uh, just unlike anything else I'd ever heard, you know, just completely alien. If, if somebody were to ask me, yo, Gus, what is Florida death metal? I go, listen to track one from Cause of Death from Obituary. That is Florida death metal. It's what it sounds like if a bunch of swamp zombies got together and wrote some sick shit. Um, I mean, there's so many great obituary songs, and the great thing about obituary is, you know, just like a band like the Ramones or Motorhead, um, you always know what you're going to get, and um, you love every minute of it. You just want to, just want to headbang. You want to just feel those low end crushing. Uh, I remember they did their first tour with Sacred Reich, and the the promo that I saw for it said Sacred Reich plus special guests, and we're just like, oh, f that show. We're in heavier. Like obituary, <laughs> of course we didn't know obituary was playing, and you know we heard about it a, a couple of weeks later, and we were super devastated. And uh, I finally got to see him the next year on the Cause of Death tour uh, with Sepultura and Sadus, and um, you know they they were the best band on the bill uh, that night, and they are forever one of the best live death metal bands that you'll see. You know the chemistry that those guys have. From playing together for 20 plus years is just unbeatable and the, the songs are so f***ing heavy live. They still release albums after 25 years of existence, they still tour, they still play festivals every year and they are definitely still relevant. I advise everyone watching this, spin obituary, spin the old stuff, spin everything over their 10 disc legacy check them all out and get that new obituary album when it hits obituary the album the band one of the greatest death metal bands in the entire world obituary has been a band that we have a long history with we i've met the guys i think in the end of the 80s um at the new uh, at the con uh, new music seminar in new york or in la i'm not so sure but um, we've been friends ever since we've played with them uh, on several festivals in Europe. Um, we even went, uh, I, I think we once went to John Tardy's house uh, to barbecue. That was also in the 90s when we were recording our album Renewal in Tampa, Florida. Um, we've been friends ever since and um, I'm really looking forward to go on tour with Obituary. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thank y'all, obituary rules.
Hopefully we'll be on the road with them this year. This has been Middle Shop's Backstage Pass. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.